0: You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio, and you will never miss an episode. Welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 320. I'm Fritz.
1: And I'm Tina.
0: What's going on out there tonight? Tuesday night. It is a
1: Tuesday night.
0: It's been right a here, rainy, light, rainy, Tuesday. gloomy Tuesday.
1: And a little bit cold, too.
0: A little bit cold.
1: How was your Tuesday? Mine? Yeah, yours.
0: I had a pretty good Tuesday. Very busy. Yeah. Yep, yeah, preparing for some uh, really cool stuff. With the WCA, their uh, Thanksgiving feasts for all the kids and the families of the kids, and and uh, Dallas and her staff uh, cutting lots of turkey. <laughs> I think uh, I heard uh, over a thousand servings.
1: That's amazing. That's quite an accomplishment. For I such know a, it. I know it's it. Such such a small kitchen and church, you know. Mm, right. Yeah.
0: So I know what you've been doing all day. <laughs>
1: Tell me what I've been doing.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> math head.
1: Yes. Um, I'm drowning in math. Drowning in math. Yes.
0: Tell the folks out there why you're drowning in math.
1: Uh, well, as many of you know, I decided to go into a second career. So um, I decided to uh, become a nurse and get into nursing. So I've been a certified nursing assistant for the last year, um, to gain some experience. And I'm also, while I'm working full-time, also going to school. So my plate is quite full. Amen. Yeah.
0: Well, you got to give God all the credit and glory there because I, one, I couldn't do it. And I know that, uh, that you can't do it under your own power.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it, it has to be supernatural. I just feel that it's what he has called me to do. So he has opened all the doors to make it happen and it's still happening. So I continue to walk through and uh, we'll see what he chooses to do.
0: Fantastic. Well, before we get to our guest tonight, I want to say hello to everybody that's on MixLord listening live tonight. If you uh, follow us, if you go uh, follow the link and then you hit follow, then you will be able to chat with us. I know we, some of our regulars have been having uh, issues with the Mixler app, so uh, hopefully you will not have an issue and you can uh, chat with us. But if you just listen, that's great. You dialed into a good one tonight. We've got a great guest and uh, we're real excited about having him.
1: Absolutely. So who do we have tonight?
0: Well, we have the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> God-fearing, Den of the Lions, Mr. Rob McHugh, who is um, acting principal of uh, the Wesley Christian Academy. A.K.A.
1: the WCA The WCA. Yep.
0: Yeah. And he is here with us tonight. And man, we are so thankful. I love this brother. He's so full of God unbelievable.
1: I know he makes your day quite frequently. He
0: does. He really, really does. He was uh, one of the very few people that ran me down to pray for me. And uh, it'll always stick with me because he said, uh, you know, Lord, if I've got uh, a favor left, you know, please give it to this brother right here. Oh, wow. And I'm going to tell you right now, the Lord did it. He honored it.
1: Mm-hmm. He honored it. Well, we're so grateful for you, Rob. Thanks for coming, Mr. McHugh,
0: as we know him uh, on campus, Mr. McHugh. And uh, thanks for coming.
2: Well, thank you for inviting me. And it is such a blessing to be here with you and Tina. And uh, I'll tell you, it's funny you brought that up. Uh, I never forget that moment um, that God told me to go and pray with you and make sure. I will never forget (laughs) it either.
0: You ran me down in the Wesley and said, come here, brother.
2: No doubt, yeah, no doubt. I'll tell you, yep.
0: Wow, there was some, there was some power exchanged right there.
2: Well, I certainly just felt like he asked me to make sure that I did this, and I knew that he had some miracles left for me in my life, and uh, I needed to give one up, and I was willing. You're, you're my brother in Christ, and I love you, and so I wanted to make sure that you knew that that day.
0: Oh boy, I did, and boy, did I need it.
1: And just how generous of a heart you have to even think in that type of a direction. And I just want you to know what it meant to me as well, because he he comes home and he tells me all these things, you know, and, and it moves me um, tremendously because I saw firsthand what he went through. And, you know, I, I had the thought that I might lose my half of my family in the matter of one month, you know, it's still really hard to think about it and to even talk about it. So for you to come in and do something like that, just, I don't think I could ever express my gratitude for that prayer. So thank you.
2: Oh, I promise you uh, the Holy spirit did everything. Amen. I just, I just obeyed um, that. And that's been the story lately for me is listening and obeying. Amen. <laughs>
0: amen well i like i said uh, pre-show there are so many things we could talk about there's so much stuff happening in our lives in your life especially but for the folks that don't know you just kind of take us back to to uh when god got you
2: all right well uh Remember, from an early age, even living in New York before we got here, uh, kids down the street would come find me if uh, they found a dead bird on the side of the road and say, "Come here. We know that you go to church, and we want, we want you to come pray for the dead bird." And I said, "All right. Well, you know, if that's what I'm supposed <laughs> Isn't that to do." something? And so that that kind of started it. Uh, I, I had a upbringing in the Catholic Church up in, in New York, and then uh, we moved down in 1976, and. I attended Claremont Elementary, Claremont Middle School, Claremont High School, and uh, just really uh, felt the love from this community. Uh, They wanted to see the kids here succeed. Um, So one of the really memorable things that happened middle school through high school was uh, joining a group called Campus Life. Mm. Uh, It's called youth for christ and uh, they would gather up the kids at school and say hey come on out on this night and we'll all get together and we did some fun stuff together and kind of like youth group now right Um, okay and so uh, it was but it was mixed and there was not a denominational um necessity Uh, so anybody who believed in christ could come together and so that was that was pretty moving and i remember taking a trip um and being able to raise m- enough money to go on the trip to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And they had a big, um, big gathering in an auditorium and, uh, they asked who wants to be saved. And so I raised my hand, uh, I had already been b- uh, baptized in the uh, Catholic religion, but, uh, hadn't come up to my confirmation. And so I raised my hand and some of the youth leaders of, of the campus life group came to, came to me and, uh, Doug Edwards, who happens to be up in Eustace, uh, still, still around and still doing great work with, uh, with his church and his program up there. And uh, anyway, they, they just kind of ushered me in and helped me uh, understand a little bit better. And then I uh, went through the confirmation classes, at Catholic Church in Claremont. So. But I've become a Methodist along the way and uh, absolutely love what's happening with Living Hope Church and Wesley Christian Academy. So.
0: Boy, amen to that. Just the growth and the opportunities to minister and, and, and just uh, wow. I'm excited to see what God does with our future. I'm really, really, really happy to be a part
2: and be along for the ride, so to speak. Well, and I do remember the first meeting I came to for the church staff where we we were still trying to figure out if I was the right guy for Wesley Christian Academy and uh, and I definitely remember you sitting at the table and I said, "Listen, I don't know for sure, but I feel like God called me to do this." And uh, you looked at me and said, "You wouldn't be here if he wouldn't co- had called you." And <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, he's he's <laughs> confident." Then I going "Here you go. Uh, yes, sir." <laughs> It's like, all right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. Um, Well, what's on your heart tonight?
2: Well, I'm going to stick with the story of ending up at Wesley Christian Academy. Okay. Uh, All right. um, Because it's kind of a a strange story. I had a long career in education in the public school system, uh, 30 years. Um, Did 28 of those years right here in Lake County and mainly in South Lake County. Uh, There was one year in Orange County and one year in Citrus County uh, where I left the nest and came back. I was able to do all kinds of things, being a teacher, a counselor, an assistant principal principal for 13 of those years. Um, But it started getting really hard near the end. Um, Claremont Middle School was going to be closing down, and um, I was just struggling with some things, uh, and just one night, in the middle of the night i was woken up out of out of a dead sleep and god said you're going to have to go in and tell the superintendent that it's your turn to retire because i have something else for you hmm now i had no idea what that was going to be i know there were some some things happening in my family um I had my granddaughter was um had a heart issue and was um a, about to end up at Shan's Hospital um, waiting for a heart transplant. So I didn't know if he was taking me out and saying, hey, you're going to take care of her. Or my mom had just been uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. And so I thought, okay, maybe this is it. Maybe I need to go take care of her. And I said, but you know what? I heard clearly what you said. So I'm going to go tell the superintendent and I'm going to trust that whatever it is you've got for me is what's going to happen. And I'm not going to have to r- really try hard at this. So, I just started um, letting people know. I just felt like there was something in the faith world that I'm supposed to do. I don't know whether I was going to be a custodian at a, a church or at a school, teach at a, a Christian school, but I just knew God had a plan. And uh, he did. <laughs> Six weeks after I retired, uh, I was given a call and said, Hey, would you mind coming and talking with Pastor Doug at Living Oak Church? We, we may need to see if. Uh, six weeks. What, yeah, six wow! Wow, well,
1: it's pretty amazing.
2: <laughs> Incredible.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I'm I, again. I'm blessed. I feel. I feel like this was 100% the calling. I even said to Pastor Doug when when we got into the conversation, "Listen, I'm not going to stand in the way of God's work here. I'll do this temporarily, and then after we get this accreditation done, if you guys feel like I'm a good." good match. And I feel like this is a good match. I said, run a, run a search, let people come in and apply because God's going to let you know who you're supposed to be here at mm. this point. And so that happened. And, um, come January that year, um, it was clear. And so the committee picked me and here I am and doing, doing the work of the Lord, which is, I don't think I've ever had this kind of peace and joy in mm. my life. There's absolutely not a day that I regret this decision.
0: I know those kids absolutely adore you. All of them.
2: (laughs) Well, I love them. And if you don't know the love of those children, um, then you're probably missing out on what God's pure love looks like. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a beautiful thing to, to every day watch them experience their relationship growing with Christ. Well, amen to that. Oh, that's powerful. I can't confirm
0: or deny that Mr. McHugh has uh, showed up in, uh, costumes and such.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I want them to be happy. I want them to every now and then know that, um, I don't take myself so seriously <laughs> that, that, you know, God has a sense of humor. And, yes, he does. And he wants them to laugh and be happy and understand again that, um, He's in charge and he's got them and it's okay to, to not get stuck and know who to go to when you are. And so that's, that's the best
0: part. I've told this story a million times on here, but uh, when I applied or when I interviewed for the job that I have now and I sat in front of pastor Doug and Susan and there was a couple other people and I said, well, you know, the Bible says he uses the foolish to confound the wise, and here I am. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Pastor Doug was gonna fall off his seat.
2: Well, I I know certainly when it first came up, I thought, okay, I'm not equipped to do this. I'm not a biblical scholar, and sure. I've been been away from the church for a while. I mean, I know God never leaves us or forsakes us, but um, you know, sometimes we step away. And think that we got all the answers, and we mm-hmm. know how. To, well, yeah, that was me for a while. Um, but certainly, what I do know is that He equips the called. Amen. And he called me. Mm.
0: Calls the unqualified. Mm-hmm. Amen to that.
1: What was it in your childhood that prompted your relationship with God? Um, I.
2: I, I really can't pinpoint or describe it. Um, I, I was very involved with the Catholic church. I was actually an altar boy um, and went up. And so I got to literally memorize the entire mass and, and what happened. And uh, I would pour the wine and the water for the priest into the goblet. And so I, I got to hear um, the act of contrition and all the other pieces of the whole ceremony, um, uh, during mass and, uh, performed in weddings and other, other events for the church. And so I just felt really close to God. Um, and I was certainly happy that he forgives us for our sins cause Holy <laughs> Amen to that. because, uh, yeah, well, you know, I was a pretty typical teenager.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you ever do the
2: little smoky thing? A smoky thing. Yes, I did actually have to carry that once or twice. The incense. Yes, yes, I did the incense, and and uh, again, usually what I had to do is hold it, and then he grabbed it as we went down. Oh, gotcha. All right, I got to hold the cross, or Mm -hmm. again pour the water, wash his hands Uh when, when he was done. That was pretty cool, but um, again, that had a lot of influence. It kept me uh, grounded in understanding and uh, humility, and uh, knowing uh, that we again have a great Savior who is there. Um, Amen. When we're when we're down, and so I reach for Him every time there a storm comes.
0: Amen. Amen. Gosh. Um. Talk, well, just talk about some um, some wins that you've had. Uh, I know that um, with the with the with the growing pains and the growth of the school and things like that. You know, just talk about some of the the wins and the and the um, you know the trials that you've had that you've overcome and
2: um, with God's help and absolutely by faith. absolutely. Well, certainly um, this this journey with uh, Wesley Christian Academy. Um, when I stepped in, we had uh, finally gotten through the f- first completion of kindergarten through fifth grade. We were actually in that year of our first year with fifth grade. And um, When I got there, there were 73 students. Um, again, just lots of prayer with the staff um, brought in ACSI for our accreditation and we became accredited. Um, but then God got on the move and we started looking at our class numbers and said, hey, you know, let's open it up if people want to want to come in. We've got some seats in this grade. we got some seats in this grade. Let's let everybody know. By the end of the year, we went, moved from 73 to 95 students. Mm, wow. And then we said, well, let's go to the church and see if we can add sixth grade, too. Since this has been just a each year, one more grade. Let's see if we can do sixth grade. So we talked with ACSI about what we needed to do there. And we put it out there, and we went from ninety-five to hundred and fifty-two students oh, for that August. Wow! So again, I, I mean, that is that's God saying, I, "I want, I want these children at this school." What mm-hmm. you're doing, and and what we do every morning at, as a, a staff is we meet and we have devotion time. Um, this year, we we just happen to be doing uh, Tim Tebow's uh, mission mission possible uh, devotion. And, uh, we just spend 15, 20 minutes together. We get into the word a little bit, and then we talk about what it means and what, what, what it is about that devotion for our school and how we need to make sure that we're pouring into our own cups so that we have something to pour out to the students. Amen. And so we spend we spend some time on that. And um, again, I think going to God first before you start the day, and having that time with Him it's makes key. all the difference. It is all key. Uh, you know, you, you honor and glorify Him by letting Him know we need you. We need you mm-hmm. here every day. Amen. And, and and the the great news is He shows up, and it, the Holy Spirit walks the halls of this school, and is touching hearts. We just celebrated, uh, um, one of our students getting baptized this Sunday too. Yeah. I heard That's you tell fantastic.
0: that story at, uh, at staff. That's wonderful. Yeah.
2: That, that was, that was huge. Uh, she is such a sweet soul and I'm so happy for her and I know Jesus was smiling.
0: I know too. Um, you might be at Liberty to talk about some, you might not, but, uh, I know that you've also had some, uh, special needs students and and um, some students that um, have suffered a bit and and the school has been there to to minister to them
2: that's Ab- huge absolutely we we had a family who actually had a uh, younger sibling um, who had lost their their life um, in a tragic accident and uh, the uh, the the school just rallied around the family, the kids um, and I just I can't say enough about what happened in that time. The spirit showed up and definitely took care of the used us to take care of that family. And, uh, it, it was, it was a beautiful thing. We do have students with special needs at our school. Um, and we give them, uh, such an opportunity to continue to grow and to find Everything that God gave them as a gift. Mm, Amen. That's that's why we're that's why we're here. That's why we exist, is to strengthen their relationship with Christ so that they can figure out their gifts that they're then supposed to give to the world. That's how we build the kingdom,
0: right? Amen to that. Amen to that. You're awful quiet over there, babe.
1: I'm just you gotta, listening. You got to get in on this. I'm trying to get to know him because, you know, obviously you guys have worked together to for, your, for years. To know him is to love him. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to, you know, kind of get to see what your days are like and see what your background is like. And, you know, it just one thing that did strike me was um, the fact that you've basically been. I don't know if born, but raised in Claremont for your whole life. It sounded like, I don't know. Were you born here?
2: I was Claremont? actually born on Long Island, New York. Okay. Um, and left there when I was seven years old, 1976. When
1: okay. I in town. So yeah. it's really something to have seen this area grow and develop and become what it is now today.
2: No doubt. No doubt. The thing I still love though, about this area, um, even though it's grown, there's still a nice small feel yes. about the people taking care of each other. Truth. Um, there's a lot of truth to that. It's, it, it, I mean, it was very apparent to me that the, the community cared for the kids. Um, and then I was motivated. And, and in my senior year, I actually applied for a scholarship. Uh, it was called the Jennifer and Don Barnes Scholarship. And I remember sitting in an um, attorney's office. Um, what where uh there's an attorney in there now brett jones has that same office it was dick langley's office and interviewing uh for that scholarship and i remember saying that i want to come back and serve the community that cared so much about me this want to see me succeed that i don't want to just go away and then stay away i want to come back and give back to this community that that helped raise me that helped make me the person that I am.
1: That was the other thing that struck me was that you get to serve in the community that you grew up in, which I think is cool because it's, it's what we all would like to do is give back in some form, but not everybody gets the luxury of being able to give back where they grew up, you know?
0: Well, Jesus didn't even have that luxury. (laughs) He couldn't even do any miracles in his own town. He said, I'm out of (laughs) here.
2: Well, well, Uh, he, he is a miracle worker (laughs) and that's probably, uh, and that's, that's probably what has happened here because I'm sure I could have went any number of different ways along the way. Um, but I don't know if he heard me at that time or if he planted it at that time and said, (laughs) guess what, buddy, I've already got a plan for you and it's going to come back and you're going to, and what I always try to make sure I do is honor and glorify him in everything that I've accomplished for what I have done is only because of his grace and his forgiveness.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, again, that's that's where I'm more, I'm at in, in my life. Um, I wouldn't know he's here, but I'm here and there's nothing that can tear me away from him. Amen. And so I just want to do his will and his purpose every day. And I am blessed to be able to do that.
0: It still blows me away that you had the faith to resign with the, I was going to say notion, but it wasn't notion. It was faith. It was faith that was planted there. Knowing, well, really not knowing, but knowing you had something in store.
2: It it, it was not easy at first. I actually talk to my I, I wife <laughs> talk to my wife that night that I was woke up and she said if you're telling me what you just told me we're going to make this work no matter what if I have to go do more work and you have to go take two other jobs, then that's fine. But if God told you <laughs> that you need to get up and do this, then that is what we're going to do. And so Ooh, um, that's a woman so, of faith right
0: there.
1: Yes, it is. That's,
2: so glad I have a spouse who who cares that much. Me and, too. And loves amen the Lord. To and that. Wants to serve the Lord. And so I'm again. I'm blessed. Uh, we can't do it without him. No, doubt. I can't. No doubt. I'm not the same man without her.
0: Mm, amen. <laughs> Amen. What else you got, babe?
1: Well, I was just um, you know, curious because you said when you were young that you used to pray for the little birds that people would bring you in the neighborhood. I'm just curious like what prompted that type of faith in your life. It had to be more than just going to church. There must have been something that sparked, you know, inside of you to have that type of faith. Was it a family member or family members that, you know, encouraged you or helped raise you in the faith or what was it?
2: That's a real good question. Um I, I mean, I can't think of anybody who's just that I can put my finger on and go, yeah, that's the person who led me there. But nobody discouraged me from, from pursuing God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and God found his way to come find me, especially in the times where I was, trying way too hard to be this guy that is not tied to God and not, not understanding. And so, um, the, the good news is I never strayed that far, um, that I always felt his presence and, um, and that he was always there. Uh, but it was very, always mm-hmm. very comfortable for me though, also mm-hmm. to, to sit down and pray for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I, I, I still admit I'm no biblical scholar. Um, I, I certainly read my Bible. I read, I, and that's the other thing. I've become much more disciplined in um, spending time every morning reading the Bible, um, doing other devotions uh, besides the, the one I do with my staff. I do another one at home uh, called the wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Powerful, powerful stuff. that this the pastor guy, talks about that all the time. I'm going to uh, have to get on that list. Oh, man. Uh, JB Walt is just a, an incredible um, pastor. He has a, a small church in Gillette, Arkansas, but he gets up and he does that wake up call. And it's so encouraging every day. He talks about um, us becoming consecrated so that our consecration can be a demonstration of mm. God's love. Come on now. And so I, I'm like, oh, I can really get into this because I get that consecration consecration piece you know that, that's what i was lacking there for a while and then came back to by being a part of living hope and the church staff and then the the leader of wesley christian academy god started shaping me differently again and said no i'm really gonna take you now and i i think i figured out a lot in prayer time with uh, pastor mac leading some some prayer uh, back last couple of years where we would sit and just pray together as a staff. But I started feeling like my heart was different Mm -hmm. and that, that I was moving those things that sometimes were selfish and foolish and, and making room and asking Jesus to take, take his sanctuary right there in my heart Mm -hmm. and get me out of the way and then have your way with me. Mm -hmm. So I have literally, Um, where I had strayed for so long, Um, I've turned my life over and know that every minute from now till I see the face of Jesus is going to be devoted to honor and glorifying him and doing what he asked me to do.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: You know what I like about the story in the, in the past about the bird Mm -hmm. (laughs) is that he had already established a reputation with those kids Mm -hmm. that he was the guy to go to to to
1: to, for faith. Mm Mm-hmm
0: you know, let's bring it to the rabbi, you know, bring it to the, to the, you know, the believer,
1: the believer. Yeah. You know,
0: And, and that's, that would have been my question was, what did you do to establish that kind of reputation amongst the kids and those young kids, I would imagine.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So I I just, I thought that was powerful.
1: Yeah. And that was in Long Island. Okay. So you were under seven years old when Mm. this was happening. So what I'm saying is there had to be something about you. There was a call on his saw. life. There's yeah. no doubt about it. There was some sort of, I don't know how to explain it, like some An sort aura. of mark or, you know, where people just knew this guy is close to God.
0: Yeah. He could have had a but spirit on him, you
1: know? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it. I'm sure it's hard to remember, too, because you were so young. Sure. As to all the things that might have influenced you to that point, you know?
2: And and having a little more spiritual knowledge now than I did then, I couldn't look at it and say, I think you're right. I think it was the Holy Spirit working on me then as a kid. Mm-hmm. He, he saw my heart then. He knew my heart then. I was much more innocent and pure. <laughs> and then, of course, life happens. And just like I, I, I try to explain what we do at Wesley Christian Academy with these wonderful children is... We try to explain to them about um, the world so you you can have a worldview um, and the worldview that we subscribe to with students is called a biblical worldview. Mm -hmm. It really goes back into um, Genesis and why God made the earth, why he made the heavens and his perfect plan in that. And then, of course, we know about the fall where sin creeps into the world. Uh, And then since that time, we we like to bend what we believe God's purpose for the world and everything was. And so our job is working with the kids to say, okay, well, let's go back and let's, let's push this pole back up to center to where God's perfect plan is what we're trying to bring to the world. And so you got to, you got to be able to read his word and you got to be in his word and you got to amen gotta, and you got to no substitute for that and, and then you got to ask him to come into your life and be the the guiding force the soul the the, the strength the mind the heart all have to be in alignment mm-hmm. with I'm here for him and his purpose not what I want to do and so I think that might be what it was in the early days is mm-hmm. I didn't know the other way right I only knew what I had learned Catechism classes, and so it was
0: doing doing childlike that. faith. It's and talked about quite a bit.
1: Fantastic
0: in the Bible. That's amazing.
1: It just it strikes a chord for me because I yeah. grew up in England, and I started going to a Catholic school at the age of four, and my faith at four years old was already strong, and um, I can't describe it but I have never aware awareness wise known life without God in it, you know, my life without God in it. And um, I've, I think back a lot to those times and I wonder what was it that prompted such strong belief and, and I can only attribute it to the nuns that took their time to sit there and teach us and, you know, saw something in us and would spend extra time with us um, and just teach us God's ways, you know? And when you're a child, I think you're just, you're so sponge-like, you just absorb it all. And I just remember having such a strong prayer life at, as a little kid and having that dialogue with God, you know, at such an early age. So...
0: I like what he said about bending the pole back to center. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) That, um,
1: especially for kids, because, you know, hopefully their pole hasn't been bent too far. You know what I mean? They're still, they still in their hearts know right from wrong. Definitely.
2: Definitely. I love that. That's powerful.
0: Wow. Well, I want to welcome everybody that's on Mixler tonight, Uh, and and I ask you, please follow us on Mixler, and that way I can see who you are and give you a shout out. I see uh, Donnie Seeger, good evening, and uh, Robert Herman, and there's about three others of you on there. I can't see who you are, so if you would follow us, I can uh, give you a shout out. We love that you're here with us live. You tuned into a good one tonight, and we appreciate you being here. And uh appreciate you coming, Rob. Thank you for spending some time with us tonight. And uh, maybe we'll have you back for a part two after the building
2: project. That would be fantastic.
0: Have a part two and an update and, and we'll just make this a regular uh, occurrence. Yes. Sound,
2: sounds like a plan to me. I'm, I'm all about it. Hey, listen, anytime I can share what he's doing, because I can tell you right now, it's not, it has nothing to do with me. He just used me to get what he wanted done. And that is what has happened is I just was obedient and listened and whatever he placed in my mind about what we were going to be able to do. He made happen.
0: Amen. He made happen. I'm he just, made it happen. I'm yep. just here. But Come I on mean, now.
1: you weren't Jonah, you didn't run away from True. it. You know, you embraced it. So that's, this is nice to see the flip side of, What does it look like when you embrace what God brings into your life or asks you to do?
0: Amen. Shout out to Joe Ormsby. I see you on there. Joe is here. (laughs) Yes, he is. Hey, Joe. Right there. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. We're having a good time with Mr. McHugh. Mm -hmm. We really are. And uh, thank you, Donnie. We appreciate that. And um, it's just, man, I feel like we could perk up some coffee and sit here another couple hours, but... (laughs) But we are—we're going to wrap it up. Listen, if you enjoy what you hear, head over to www.godstoriesradio.com and check out the website. And also, too, um, if God uh, impresses your heart, too, uh, there's a little button there where you can throw some change in the jar, and every little bit helps um, with the expenses of keeping everything running. So, it's so all I'm going to say about that. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, it's God Stories Radio, Tina at gmail.com, and we'll get you scheduled to come in. Uh, random prayer requests, please. We always take prayer requests. Don't hesitate. Mm. www.GodStoriesRadio.com, GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. Send those prayer requests, please. We want you to do that, so. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. And that about wraps it up for session 320. I'm Fritz.
1: And I'm Tina. And we will not be on next week. Uh,
0: I forgot to make the announcement. She is right. (laughs) We will not be on next week. So God bless you all. And I hope you have a great week. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. We're going to take a little vacation. Thanks. Love y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye.